planet Anyi. Planet Anyi. Hey guys, welcome or welcome back to Planet Anyi. Today we have a special guest. So this is a second episode in the row with a special guest or with a guest. And this is like one of several virtual uh, podcast recordings I'm planning. So hopefully this goes well. But um, without much more talking, I will let him introduce himself. Hello guys. Um, well, my name is Pascal and um, we're, we're friends. I'm a friend of you. But not, I think we've been friends for like a long time. I don't even know how long we've been friends for. <laughs> when you saw- track of that? We've been, I think we've been friends since 2019, right? Yes. And Actually, I think, yeah. yeah, and I think we met on the, on the bus to our work. And I think, I think before that we went to the same high school, but I, I'd seen you before. I just never talked to you. Yeah, it's actually something, uh, I think I've seen you before and, uh, actually it's kind of strange how we even became friends cause we're going to work and then, uh. I think I tried to hit on you or something. Yeah, you uh, did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I was sitting, I was sitting, I was sitting on the bus, and then you just came out of nowhere and you like sat down and started talking to me, right? And you know, like when you're on your way to work, you're just you're just done with it, because I think we were just heading to training, right? And then you came up and you're yeah. like, "Hi," and you said something, and I was like, "Okay, hi." And I kept doing what I was doing. I just kept looking straight. And then you kept talking. I was like, great. So, yeah. What did you think? That's how I remember it, at least. Actually, that's how I remember. That's exactly how I remember it. And, uh, <clears throat> what I, because, you know, I saw you and, uh, okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, like, there, there were many, <laughs> there were many different spots on the bus. Yeah, there were. I saw you, I was like, oh, wow. And I was like, oh, wow, she looks she looks fine. Let me go sit closer to her so I can talk to her. <laughs> and so I go, I come to you. I'm like, hey, uh, can I sit here? You're like, yeah. I think you you were listening to music, right? You had your headphones in, earbuds or headphones, I, I whatever. Don't, I honestly don't remember. Yeah, and uh, I talked to you. Man, you give me a hard time. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I tried to make conversations, but you just tried. <laughs> I think we had like conversation. <laughs> it was very strange. Um, we talked for like a few minutes, and uh, we never talked after that. Like it just <laughs> quiet all the way. It's like thirty minutes bus drive to work, maybe thirty forty five. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> yeah. Fast forward to everything. Actually, um, found out um, we were in the same training group. I think. Yeah, we were. Yeah, I can't remember anything else after that. Yeah, it's actually, it was actually funny though, cause it's the same thing. Like when you're when you're on transit, right? And you sit down, and it gets it starts getting crowded, right? You know how you're just praying, like please don't sit next to me. That's what happened with you. I saw I saw you walking past the aisle, like through the aisle, right? And then out of nowhere, I saw you stop, like right next to my seat. I was like, frick, Lord! And then you talked to me. And I was like, okay, well, here we go. And then, however long later, how, how many years has it been? What's 23 minus 19? 
six, four. Oh, four years now. Four, right, yes. So, four years, and I guess we somehow became friends. So, honestly, though, <laughs> honestly, um, uh, it's, I'm kind of, it's, it's kind of nice that uh, we actually became friends because I can imagine, like, okay, I don't think, personally, I don't, I don't think we would have been friends if, uh, I mean, thankfully, the relationships or anything never ended up happening because I feel like we wouldn't have been friends after that, you know. What relationship? So, I would say, I don't know, I'm just saying, like, in terms, because I tried to hit on you. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, and yeah. Thankfully, you said no. Yeah, thankfully, you said no, because I feel like if a relationship ever happened and anything happened after that, we wouldn't have been friends after it, you know? That's true, that's true. But, uh, that's very interesting. That was uh, very interesting. It was, it was a funny way to be okay. friends, for sure. But I, like, talking about this, I just realized a lot of my friends actually came up to me, not me, like, going up to them. So, I mean, I guess I just, I guess I just have that effect on people, you know, don't mean to toot my own horn or anything, but, um, yeah. But, like, speaking of work, though, I think, I think, I think work was funny, though, because, like, that actually gave us a lot of stuff in common to talk about, right? Because we had the group chats, we had, like, um, opportunities to switch shifts and stuff and there was a bunch of drama that happened do you remember any particularly like one that stood out to you or like any situationships you know because I feel like you were popular at work so you can't you knew everything that was happening don't don't even lie uh, all right so well yes um, uh, I wouldn't say I was popular, but I knew few, few people. Uh, <clears throat> there was, uh, um, you know, how old you? We were all young. I think we were all 16, right? Like, we yeah. were just young. And, uh, and uh, I remember, like, on a bus, it's like, like you get, we got hit on on the bus, uh, kind of like talking to people. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was very interesting. And actually, like, um, Funny enough, uh, this one group approached me, and uh, you know, she said it like it was a, it was a, it was a fun, fun experience, really. Anyways, I wanna know like what was your first impression of me when you saw me? Like, did you think like what did you think of me? I I thought you were annoying, cause I was like, cause I was I was just generally annoyed, cause like I was sitting in peace, <laughs> and then you started talking to me. But aside from that, I didn't really have an opinion one way or another. I was like, okay, like, I guess he's an extrovert. I almost said ultrovert, but I was like, okay, that's interesting. This should be an interesting um, work here. But I wasn't really paying attention to any of the coworkers until we started actually working there. And you and I barely had any shifts together. We had like maybe two. So I don't know. I think, yeah. And then I think we had the employee event and then we saw each other there along with like Jim and like all those other people. So I don't know. It was okay. Yeah, it was, uh, it was really interesting. And I would say like, I had, I had fun every, every, every day. Like it didn't seem like going to work, you know, that's the best thing about it. That's what I noticed. <laughs> I was like, this man comes to work to catch crews. You were just enjoying yourself. I was like, bro. <laughs> oh god 
Yeah, I swear to God, like, actually, the only thing that felt like going to work was uh, uh, going, <clears throat> catching a train and then waiting for the bus. But, like, once I get to work, it's like, it doesn't feel like working anymore. Like, I guess I'm working, but uh, it depends on who you're working with, but most of the time was just fun the whole time, just talking, talking just talking some nonsense yeah because it was it was crazy but it was fun yeah because i remember every time i would come by to like your location or something or i'd walk past you were just dying on the floor laughing i was like geez like where is everyone getting this much fun from but you know it's fine it's whatever it's what it is okay i thought you were way too serious about i know i was about to mention that to work you were way too serious, too serious about work. Like every time I see you, you look so serious. But then I, I mean, once you got used to me, well, like when we used to work together, like for a few, we never worked together a long time, maybe like a few times. Yeah. I try, I make you talk and then we have like some good time just talking, laughing, but uh, all the time you were just way too serious, too focused. I was like, God. Damn, she's, she's trying to develop a career out of this job or something. <laughs> no, no, listen, that was my first job. So I was like, I need to take this seriously. And second thing, that's just my face. That's my neutral face. It just looks like I'm mad all the time. So I can't help that. And it, it kind of got annoying when you were always like, oh my gosh, why are you so serious? Why are you mad? Or something like that. I don't know. But it was my first job. I wanted to make a good impression. And I just, I just didn't want to get on any of the, like, leads or supervisors' bad side. Because some of them took their jobs so seriously. I was like, okay, let me just stay under the radar and do my thing, you know? That type of thing. I did that for the first year. And then I went back in 2020, which sucked. Because, like, everyone from the last year had left, right? There were only a few people there left. Um, and those people were people I didn't talk to. So it was really, uh, it was kind of weird. So that's my story. That's the reason why I was so serious, as you put it. That's, that's actually so true. Um, okay, 2019, our first year was like the best year. Mm-hmm. And then the second year, the second year was, okay, like there were people whom like, you know, I just didn't want to work with. And some of the people that I knew from the previous year, they had already left. Mm-hmm. So it was... Uh, the second year was not as fun as the first one and actually i didn't even work too much too i think you too you, you never worked too much yeah. i never saw you the second year i don't think i saw you that yeah too. i don't think i saw you i didn't even know you worked there the second year <clears throat> yeah i was i was very interesting because i remember i was working with one this one english guy with an english accent and i um, remember him yeah it almost got almost got into a fight but uh, <laughs> you remember, you know, i remember i remember that I, Oh, you remember that? I remember that, because everyone was talking about it a lot. And you guys would get into arguments on shift, and it was, it was awkward. No, like, I, rem- I remember when, uh, what's this place? I think it's, uh, there's this one restaurant. And, uh, man, this guy just started talking so many stuff, and I personally didn't like him. Because, uh, I mean, everyone was just talking trash about this guy, and, uh, yeah, he was just mean. So he told me to do something. I'm like, yo, don't tell me to, to do anything. Just go do it yourself. Don't tell me anything. He's like, yo, 
I'm doing, I'm a cashier, you in the back, so go do it. I'm like, I'm not going to do it. And <laughs> I'm like, say that one more time oh to me and see what's going to happen. Jeez. I know, it's, it's, it was crazy. Yeah. Wow. I was like, <clears throat> no, because he looked at me very serious and I'm like, yo, say that to me one more time and see what's going to happen. Dang, okay. And, uh, <clears throat> Remind me never to yeah, get on your bad actually, side. No, that was actually in the, the morning. So I had to work with the cat for like the whole eight hours, you know. So it was very awkward because we just the whole shift we never talked, never mm-hmm. talked. It just like because I was just ready, like I was just so pissed off. The first thing, like look, we're all. He was a first year, I was a second year, mm-hmm. and he was telling me what to do. Like, come on, man! Like you can't just come but try to be. The manager just because you're older, the supervisor just because you're way older than me doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's what happened. <laughs> wow, that's <sighs> that's crazy. Cause I I think I spoke to, I spoke to that guy at Vivia. I don't even remember his name at this point, but I think I spoke to him like once or twice or interacted in some capacity, and he was nice to me. So hearing that is just kind of like, oh, okay. Did any of the leads or supervisor find out about this or? No. And the thing with me is, look, I think you've known me for quite some time. You probably know that uh, I'm one of the nicest people. I'm uh, I'm nice when I choose to be, but uh, <laughs> you gotta change <laughs> most that. of the time. Yep. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I think most of the time people just want to take advantage of it. And uh, yeah, mm. sometimes... Sometimes I just, I'm like, sometimes I'm just not feeling it. But, nah, no one really knew about it. And um, a few people actually knew about it because it was just telling. And he actually got fired. I think oh, he got wow. fired. I can't remember clearly. Shoot. Yeah, I can't remember. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, it was very interesting because this guy was, he was, I think, way older than us. He was he, in his third year of university. Oh, and okay. we're still in grade 10 and going to grade 11. 11 right? Yeah, no, we were in grade 11 by that point uh, in 2020. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it was, uh, it was very interesting. But it's all part of fun. Like when I remember it, I just I laugh because it's funny. If I see the guy on the road, I just be like, hey, man, how's it going? I don't have no problem with him. Wow. Okay. Well, that brings us to a nice transition because, like, you were talking about. You're talking about how, like, you choose to be nice sometimes, right? And, like, I want to, I would like to ask you, like, how would you say, or if you would say you've kind of grown out or navigated out of that sort of mindset? That's actually a good question. Um, um, It just depends on how I grew up, really. Like, my family and everyone else around me. Um, Like, since from where we worked till now like navigating like you know that type of thing honestly like i wouldn't even put myself in the situation that i put in in the first time you know mm-hmm. i feel like now i've grown so much to the moment that <clears throat> it's like it's not just about age but like everything else it's like i've grown so much to the moment that yeah if he talked to me the way he talked to me instead of me escalating the problem i just be like hey man look I'm doing something else. I'll do it after. Like, there's no need to complain over some, uh, like, excuse my language, but like stupid stuff. Really, you know, like, 
what's the point? You don't really need to argue over some stupid stuff. But uh, I would say like now though, <clears throat> it just depends. Sometimes I have like just like for you, you have good days and bad days at some time, right? So I feel like it just depends on uh, on the day. But for now, yeah, I've uh, I, I handle things differently now. Okay, that's. What about you though? Like, cause I don't think I've seen. I mean, I'm trying to think if I've seen a bad side of you. I don't uh, think you've seen me angry before, and I, I I would say that's a good thing, cause like when I get angry, it's not like explosive, it's more silent, and I feel like that makes people more uncomfortable. Like if I'm angry with you, I just won't speak to you. Like I'm just oh no, like I'm just silent, and. Or I'm silent and then afterwards I'm like ranting about it, that type of thing. Um, so I think I'm trying to, to get better about that and just try not to let stuff get to me as much. Um, I, don't, I don't remember the last time I was like truly angry, like to a point where I'm like slamming doors or anything. But it just takes, it just takes a lot of practice and like that mindset where you're like, okay, what would Jesus do? Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, that sounds funny, but it's like, I just have to remember what I'm learning in scripture. And it's like, there's no point in me getting angry. Me paying it, like paying back whatever just happened with anger will not solve anything. So I'd rather just collect myself and then just like come back to that like, when I'm a little bit more um, like calm about the situation. So, but yeah, um, yeah. That's that's what I that's what I do. That's actually nice. Uh, good thing you're actually mentioning Jesus in this, cause uh, <clears throat> okay, at that time it's like at that time, yes, I was a Christian. I used to like go to church every Sunday, but I really didn't understand the scriptures. Mm -hmm. I just knew, oh, I go to church, and on Sundays I just go to church, come back home, go by my day. That that was it, honestly, because that's how I grew up every Sunday go to church and then come back. I just didn't understand the scriptures. But like now, <clears throat> as uh, we grow up, like, yeah, oh yeah, now I know like everything that you do has consequences. Imagine if, uh, imagine if like talking about the guys, like imagine if we ended up fighting and one of us lost a tooth or something, like it could have ended been worse. So it's like now, Right now, I'm not gonna go ahead and escalate something because I know now everything that you do has consequences. Yeah. So, why put myself in that situation anymore? Right. But in terms of getting pissed off, oh uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, we we all get pissed off at some point, right? Like, right. It's it's like it's a human thing, but it's how you deal with it that really matters. Like some people just like, I mean, it's kind of like think about it as a breakup too. I've seen people go through breakups, and uh, some they choose to just stay at home, eat as much, get fat, you know. And some people <laughs> they hit the gym, so it's like it depends on what you do about it, really. That's all that matters, you know. I knew you were going to use that gym example. <laughs> it's so funny, but um, no, like no, that's true. What you said is true, and it's it's actually very important because a lot of people have similar stories to you, like yours, right? Like ours where you grow up in a Christian family and, you know, you go to church, you go through the motion. You're basically just going through the motions. You're just 
doing it because everyone else like the family is doing it right that's kind of what you grew up with right you that's what you're used to but you don't actually take the time to like um to actually look deeper into what you're doing and why you're doing it and actually strengthening that relationship but it's like for me i've been seeing i don't know about you but i've been seeing a lot of a lot more christian like content creators and stuff like influencers and like stuff about the bible popping up more often in more popular media and stuff which is really nice and it's nice to see that even though you know you could classify that previous i guess previous behaviors as lukewarm like it's nice that people are actually taking the leap to go forward like one step forward more than one step forward with um like actually seeking and pursuing a relationship with god and that type of thing and it's it's really interesting though because you said that i remember we had a conversation before where you were mentioning how like a lot of your friends aren't believers and they kind of question it right so how do you navigate friendships like that like how do you still embody what it is you're learning in scripture and actually apply that when you're with those around those people around those friends The way I see my friends actually went through the same phase as well, you know. Um, like I already, like you already mentioned, actually, I used to go to church. I was a born in a Christian family, and I go to church. But like in twenty, I think twenty twenty, maybe twenty nineteen, at the end of it, I just stopped going to church. And as I was growing up, I was trying to understand my religion and getting to understand who I am as a person too. It's like I stopped going to church, and <clears throat> I'm gonna be honest with you. Up to now, I haven't gone to church. Just because I haven't gone to church doesn't mean I don't read the scriptures. Right, right. But like, I all all my friends, all my friends, they don't believe in God. Like it's actually very strange. And uh, my best friends, they don't believe in God. They uh, they say they're atheists. I mean, and. Uh, you know, we talk about the Bible, we talk about everything, and they get to, they question all these things. And I'm like, you know what? You know, these people, they, they question it. They're going through the same phase that I went through. Like, I was questioning my religion as well. as like, man, like, how, why do we have all these religions, like Catholics, Protestants, Muslims? Like, why? You know, I just, at, to the moment, that at some point, I just, I lost it. I just, I didn't know what to follow i just i got confused and i feel like they're in a confusing place but when i'm talking to them because i've made god my only choice really like look i'm happy to be in this country and those opportunities and everything i mean i gotta give it to god every time like i wake up and you know i feel happy it's like wow thank you god I'm lucky to be here. I'm lucky for the for, for living right now. Right. And uh, with my friends, we talk about. I talk to them about God, even though I know they don't believe. I'm I'm not gonna go ahead and force them. Be like, hey man, you being an atheist, we can't be we can't be friends anymore because you don't believe in God. Right. Or because this is happening. No, I just make sure that you know if they have any question any question about God, I'm going to answer them like try my best at least because uh, yeah just try my best to answer to my ability but other than that yeah that's, that's pretty much what i do because i'm thinking 
one of my best friends is uh, Elijah. Um, all his parents are Christians, but uh, he's not a Christian. He just he's like he's an atheist because he looks at the world. He's like, why are all these things happening? Why you know? Look, there is wars. There is uh, some people are rich, some people are poor. So all these things like. If God exists, then why is He allowing God all these things? And then I just remind him to the with the Bible, just it's like yo, if when when you look in the scriptures, there were rich and poor people. Look at uh, what's his name, Job. Yeah, he was poor, but the, yeah, like there's just so many people in the scriptures that uh, <clears throat> that went through the something. Like yeah, that's uh, it's um. Uh, it's my thing, actually. I, I look. I'm not gonna go ahead and post them. Be like, hey, man, look, come on, man. You know, yeah. this is why you should believe in God. I, I just, I let them. I might be there for them if they have any questions. But at the same time, um, like with they adults, so maybe as time comes, they're gonna figure the religion thing out. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point you made. And you touched on some really important things that I actually want to like go deeper into throughout this conversation. You made a really good point about religion, living outwardly and like bad things happening. I want to start with the religion thing because it's so cool because when I was doing Bible studies the other day, I was reading scripture. And this is the first time I have ever seen the word religion in the Bible because this is essentially reinstating the fact that Jesus did not come to start a religion. He came to form the body of Christ. And the specific scripture talking about religion, what actual religion is, like what we should actually consider, what God considers right, um, is in James 1.27. It says, Pure and undefiled religion in the sight of our God and Father is this, to visit the orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Like, that is pure religion, pure undefiled religion. So it's not about like, oh, I am Protestant, I am Catholic, I am Muslim, is uh, Jewish, you know, that type of thing. It's your actions, your outward expression. And I think this bleeds into the fact that, you know, like you said, you can't force them, but if you can... In your everyday actions, in your speech, in whatever it is you're doing, you can behave in a way that other people will see and they'll be like, okay, this person looks really happy. They must be doing something right, right? And by that point, they wouldn't just be looking at you. You would have the grace of God over you. Like you're acting out of that. You are, you're just enacting everything that God prescribes in the Bible, right? And um, I think that's the biggest misconception misconception because people have this whole idea that god is this very angry person and he's willing to go out and kill people and do all these things and again this relates very much to the idea of people saying you know thinking about the bad things happening and they're like oh yeah if god was good he why would he let this happen but then you go back to the scripture and you see he gave us free choice because if he if he went out of the way and he's like yeah i'm just gonna I'm just going to make it all good, right? There's no free choice in that, right? If there's only one thing, it doesn't, it, you, don't, you don't have free will. There's no freedom because you have to pick that one thing. And because we have free choice, we have the um, ability to pick one thing or the other. So again, like everything is so connected. And when I saw this particular scripture, the like last week, I was so shocked. I was like, this is the only time I've ever seen the word 
religion explicitly written in the Bible. Unless you have other examples, then please, by all means, prove me wrong. But this is... This this is it, basically. What are your thoughts? I think you're right. But, like, at some point, too, it's like... You, you were just saying it's, it just depends on how other people see you, like, which image are you putting outside there, you know? Right. Because the thing is, people, like... Like, I'm not going to go, I, I learn by looking at other people. Like, if I see you, if I see someone acting the way I want to be, that's how I want to be. If I see someone doing something that I want to do, I'm going to follow them. So, I look, I have times when I question myself mm-hmm. as well. It's not like, I'm not a perfect guy. I'm not going to be here and lie to you that uh, all through my friends, uh, I'm the only one who who is just perfect all the time. Oh, yeah. No. Look, I have, I have times when I question myself, I'm like, and uh, at this point, really, it's like something, like, it's kind of like something that I really have. Um, like I told you earlier, I don't I haven't been to church in a long time. I haven't. But uh, that's why I think about it. I'm like, oh, man. Actually, funny enough, I want, when we're talking about uh, the Bible study over text, um I reached out, I was just so desperate, looking, desperately looking for a Bible study group to join a group. And, man, I posted on Facebook community just to see if anyone is going to respond. No one responded. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, man, I, I just, I need to. Like, I want to be part of a local group where, like, instead of, like, just, look, it's good to listen to scriptures. But, like, if you do a meetup where, like, you talk about the Bible, you talk about God, you talk about these things, kind of like, you, l- you get to learn from other people. It would be nice. You you make a good, good point, because even though, you know, the act of physically going to church is, like, you don't necessarily need that to be in the presence of God, right? But it's it's how we're supposed to build relationship. That's so funny. I was just listening to a sermon just before we hopped on this call. Um, and he was teaching about the Holy Spirit. Um, and he was talking about um, how uh, he was talking about how, like, yeah, like basically you don't have to go to church to experience and feel the presence of God, but you go there to build relationship with other people, right? Because like if you're learning scripture, what you read one line and perceive it to be is not the same as somebody else is going to perceive it to be. And if you're going to, you know, love one another, be in relationship with one another, which is other people. You have to actually go to church to meet those other people, right? Or go to some form of community. So it's really, it's cool that you're trying to like reach out and, and like find a community to do that with. Cause it's, it's nice. Cause it's nice to have a group of people and you can like pray with and that type of thing. It's good. So it's nice to have that relationship and actually go in person. But again, it's like a step-by-step type of thing. Because I know a lot of churches are not one shoe size fits all, right? Sometimes you have to kind of shop around for a church a couple of times, go to different ones to see which one fits you. So I feel like if if you tried that out or keep looking for that community, keep praying about it too, and you could, you know, you will will find one for sure, a community for sure. I've actually realized that most people when they look, I used to go to home church. It's a, it's a great church, mm-hmm. but after the service, like 
No one talks about the Bible, what the pastor preached. People are comfort- people are talking or gossiping about each other. Like, hey man, did you see how that guy dressed today? Did you see this and that? And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, look, is this the kind of church that like I want to go to? Yes, it's good to like go to church, talk to people, but no one is talking about like. I mean, I'm a, I'm gonna be just talking from like. I've seen my parents go to church. They go to church, yes. Yeah, so they go to church, and uh, when, when come after church, it was like, never talk about church. They talk about, I don't know, I feel like, look, it's good It's good to go to church. And uh, like the way you say it, it's like you have to shop for the right church because there's so many churches out there, and some churches are not going to be for you. I mean, I used to go to this one great church, it's a really, really nice church, and uh, the pastor was great. Everything was great, but then after the church, because we, we they had a church bus, so I sit in the bus and what people are talking. No one is talking about the scriptures. No one. People are talking about oh, um, did you see how that guy was dressed? Yeah. Oh my God, did you see that girl, that girl there? She was so beautiful, like all that kind of things. And I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, yes, th- this is good, but. It's good to have that kind of conversation, I guess, but at the same time, it's like, time and did place. you go to the church? Did you go to the church to like to really look at other what other people are wearing or like right. what other people are doing? Yeah, you know, like all these kind of things, and um, that's why I just I haven't been to church. I want to because I feel like, look, when you're singing you're into the church, it's kind of like you're singing, you're right. listening. It's like you feel like you're filled with the Holy Spirit. It's very different from uh, from listening to music or like Christian music or from, uh, you know, it's very different. I'm not going to lie to you. At least for me, it's very different. I agree. Uh, that's why I felt like, yeah, I felt like maybe for me to strengthen my um, my Christianity, it's best that I go to church. But then going to church, it's like, well, <laughs> excuses, really, I'm excuses like, oh, man. I uh, should be sleeping or like you know <laughs> life comes in and you're like you have plans and it's it's really stupid because you know I was talking the other day my uh, my mom was talking to me she's like look you're out of the house but you actually have to go to church now you actually have to go to church like mm-hmm. no you can't tell me that you don't have two hours to give God look I thought about it I'm like yeah she's right you know yeah. like I'm making myself way too busy to the moment that I don't have time for God. I mean, I have time to like, I have time for some other stuff that are not important, like going to church, giving God my time. Right. It's like I'm finding myself to be busy, which is it's not the right way. That's why I'm kind of like, I have like, look, I have that kind of guiltiness on me. It's like, man, I should, I should go to church. I should go to church, but I haven't. I'm working on that. Yeah. We'll, we'll come back to that guilt thing in a second here, but. I, I actually really relate to the point where you go to church and then, like, you see people and they're just, it's it doesn't feel like a church atmosphere, um, you know, especially because I don't go to university in this city, right? I go, like, out of city, and I was trying to find a church there, so I, my friend invited me, my friends invited me to this, to their church, so I was, I was resisting for a long time, because I was like, I've heard some questionable things. But I was like, okay, let me let me go and see what it's like. So I went, 
and it 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 just didn't feel like a church because it was they spent like an hour on announcements like and talking about like oh what's coming up they were having a sleepover different events and then they spent maybe 30 minutes on worship on on like actual sermon scripture type thing and it was very brief like it wasn't deep enough where you like okay okay you know and then after that we there was like a really extended worship period the they were playing gospel music you know worship music and it at that point it felt like a club because they were like this is exactly what they said i i've i've had reservations about actually talking about this on here but they before they started the worship music they were like guys make sure you bend down for jesus bend down and dance for jesus <laughs> <laughs> joking like they're like make sure you bend down <laughs> and then it's like wow where am i in the church or like where where have i have i found myself and so it was just very awkward because everyone was i'm not like it oh, i i don't want to be that person that's passing judgment but it was very it was alarming because i was like this doesn't feel like a place of worship this feels like a nightclub um and even just seeing the way <clears throat> I guess some people were dressed because I understand it's come as you are to church right like come the way you are you know God looks at the heart but some people it felt like some people were there just to show off their outfit because people what really added to the club atmosphere was the fact that people were wearing like skin tight dresses and this one girl she kept walking up and down the the aisles for no reason she would just walk come back go up wow. come back and i'm like auntie i know i was like auntie please sit down like it's not that serious but that was what contributed i was like yeah i can't come back here i i really can't because when i go to church i want to worship and i want to like sit there and learn something and like together with other people um so from that day even though my friends were like yeah did you like it i i i told them I, I didn't really respond much. I was like, yeah, it was it was it was an experience, but I I never went back again because it just didn't feel like a church. And so for this year, I'm actually determined to find an actual church to go to regularly there. And I feel like I will have to do some shopping around because I googled a couple and I was just looking at the outside, just looking at the vibes inside. It just gives you like you know. You can look at a church picture or something and you can just tell like you, you feel like okay right. maybe the demographic is a little bit different here so i don't know that's right. i think i want to just like you are doing i want to prioritize finding a church there and actually attend it regularly so yeah that's that, uh that's true you see you see the thing with me is i'm a catholic but i don't really choose religion i've went to protestant church I've even went to Baptist. I went to every church. I'm like just, and from my from what I've actually seen, it's like these days. I don't know. I understand the church has raised money, but I feel like then let's look. Every church that I've been to, they spend twenty to thirty minutes actually preaching, and all the other time, it's either announcements, or talking about uh, people paying, uh, like a how do you call it, tithe, mm -hmm. you know all that kind of stuff and 
like let's be honest man you go to church just to to listen to the gospels to like to listen to the preacher talk teach you but they spend so much time on this and you're just sitting there for like two hours one and a half hours yeah you and they're spending 20 minutes on just preaching it's like oh like it's just it's, it's, it's crazy and actually funny enough i went to this one church and the pastor was like i've never seen a church like that the pastor was asking for money it's like if you don't have money yo this guy even asked for necklace oh, if people oh. don't have money oh my it's gosh. like just give anything I, I like and then for those who didn't give anything i swear to god i've never seen anything like this i didn't have money so i couldn't tithe anything so he just he told us to go in front of the church kneel down and be sorry for not having oh my money. Gosh. i swear to god i was like I know, I know. It was the strangest thing. I mean, it wasn't here in Canada, but but like it was crazy. It was it? It was crazy. Oh my gosh! Like imagine people. I remember this one lady. She's like, I don't have money, but I can. I can. Um, I have this uh, gold necklace, and the guys like, yeah, bring it. Everything for God. So these people are doing everything in oh the name of gosh. Jesus. Like all these stupid things. In the name of Jesus, and I just think to, I just think about it. I'm like, That's are you crazy. Are we charge or like, yeah. what's happening? It looks like a business kind of thing going right. on here. And I feel like that's just a whole conversation on its own. Like both preachers that are just like churches like that, and some preachers and pastors in was this in Africa, right? Like back home in Africa, right? Like just, I feel like that's a whole other conversation, and I think that's what keeps twisting this view like people's view of what actually believing in god is because they're like oh like how about all this stuff that's happening and it's just because of stuff like this that people choose to only see the bad stuff right as their confirmation that that that's what it's all about yeah but i that's a completely different conversation for sure it's it's very it's very different i know that but look that happened in Africa, yes. Mm-hmm. But here, the pastors make you feel bad about not giving. It should be willingly, right? It's right. Like, it has it has to come from you. You have to be the one to be willing to 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 do. I don't know to pay a title like anything. Exactly. It's like the pastor doesn't have to make you feel bad. So you have to. It's kind of like you're being forced to in some sense. Right. And that's actually what i've seen in all the churches here it's like the past is going to try to do everything they can to make you feel bad mm-hmm. so you can pay the tithe i understand yes as a christian it's something that you should do but it has to be willing from the heart right? you have to be feeling it from your heart like not oh and the pastor keeps looking at me every five seconds i i should just i should just i should just pay the ten dollars that i had yeah you know, it has to be yeah, it's it's that's how I feel. But like you're right, it's a different it's a different topic, and it's a long, long different topic. Very, very long conversation for sure. But just not just to try not to like steer too off course, right? Um, just really picking on the fact that you talked about guilt, right? Especially, well, you talked about we've talked about guilt with like some preachers trying to get you to feel bad about not giving and stuff, and. I I feel like, again, what I'm about to say is a completely different conversation, but it's just like, just thinking about how, you know, the the name of religion can be taken to coerce people and be like, oh, if you don't do this, you're going to die, you're going to go to hell, you know, this is going to happen to you if you don't give, 
you're going to be poor forever, right? That type of mentality, especially in some African countries, which is where you see a lot of this stuff prevalent with people being like, oh, if you don't sow seeds, you're never going to succeed in your life, that type of thing. I feel like that just keeps people afraid, which is completely opposite of what we should be feeling. And then there's the guilt that you also mentioned in terms of um, like the fact that you feel like, oh, you should be going to church or you feel like you should be doing more, right? I'm going to ask you here, do you particularly have any like Christian influencers you've seen or you kind of interact with their content a little bit more? Just like focus on this aspect of guilt. Absolutely. Joel Osteen is one of the, Joel Osteen, I've actually been listening to the guy for years now. And yes, I understand people have been people have been saying bad things about him. It's like, like all he cares about is money and all this kind of stuff. But look, I'm not gonna go ahead and judge and judge what the guy is doing. I mm-hmm. care about what he's preaching. Right. So I don't care what he's doing in his personal lives. If he's buying all these things, I mean he can do himself, right? But yeah, Joe Austin is the main guy that I'm listening to. There is this guy, uh, <clears throat> Pastor Jeremiah something, um, Jeremiah something. Oh my God, he's like, he's like one of, he's like actually my favorite pastor. Like, just listening to him, it usually usually used to happen. Uh, I'm actually lucky I listen to radio when I'm. Uh, I, I would say I'm uh, a little bit old fashioned. I listen I listen to radio when I'm driving. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I was just going to work and then man I, I tuned to this radio and Pastor David Jeremiah yeah, that's his name he was preaching I listened to what he was preating and I kind of just yeah oh my yeah just now every time I, I listen to him or I listen like I have these people who yes they're very big okay I, but I meant more like younger ones yeah. like kind of your age so, relatable yeah. oh oh my age uh or just honestly no i haven't seen anybody anybody of our age because most people that i've seen on our age they're doing very very different things and almost no one is on the path to god almost like there's less and less people who are like on the path to god uh, so i have just haven't seen any young person hmm. it's actually been, it's actually been the opposite for me i've actually been like seeing a lot of relatable christian content christian content creators um and like the thing with how they often portray it right because you because you've mentioned like you always usually you might have questions like you have stuff happening and you're like what the heck i don't understand why this is happening and i i brought them i brought this up because usually they kind of portray the uh christian life as you know um very like smooth they're like yeah like if i have doubts i put this on god like god has got me i just pray to god and i just go um like go on with my day you know i wake up i have this set routine i have this you know that type of thing and i feel like they only show like the i don't want to i'm not saying there's a bad side but there's like there's highs and lows of it right like they only show like oh they're happy they're doing their bible studies but they don't show like i don't know the times where you're in deep doubt or like deep disbelief or unbelief right that type of thing and so i feel like for people if for people that are trying to kind of get on the the 
Christian wave. I don't even know how else to put that, but I feel like people might look at it and they might be be like, oh, okay, like this this is how it's gonna be. This is how it's going to be always, which is not wrong. Like you always have the sense of security, but I feel like if when they start experiencing like the I guess the lows, you know, the dark, the low side of it, they might be like, okay, this this is a lie. Like I I was sold a false perception of what this is supposed to be and what would you say or how do you think someone that's kind of new how how do you think they would react to um just going through stuff like that if that's all that's being being portrayed i've seen i've seen people like this these are the young people on tiktok doing all these things and look thankfully i've never used tiktok and never will but I've, I've seen some of these people and you know they're always talking about the good things like look when you're on your journey to god it's one of the toughest uh, i think we probably talked about literally I think we talked about this before <laughs> like people just think it's like oh it's just a straight path oh my no not at all it's like it's really tough like you get to climb hills it's, it's, it's not easy and along the journey gonna doubt yourself that's what happened to me i look i was doubting myself i'm like i mean i still doubt myself once in a while i'm like is i don't really know what i'm doing and you know look anyways people are like look the way i look at it is like think about it, it's like I, I look i'm gonna give a gym example because i like to work out <laughs> look people like it's kind of like you watch a video on on about on TikTok about someone who's talking about oh look I went to the gym uh, this week and now I have a six pack that's impossible like that's just impossible you're not gonna go to the gym workout for thirty minutes and by the end of the week you have a six pack no right. like it's something that you do consistently and throughout the whole day you're gonna have that you're gonna be like look I don't see no result I should just give up right. and uh, that's what happened to me. I was like. Now connecting this to the Bible, I was, you know, I was reading the Bible, and actually, I mean, I don't need to like. I finished the whole the New Testament just reading it, but well, did I really understand what I was reading? No, uh, probably no. not. Yeah. Or just reading, reading, kind of like the way you could just go through the book. <clears throat> yes, I know, I I know the scriptures, but I don't really understand what they meant. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's uh. So what I would say to like young people who are consuming all this information is like, yes, learn from it, but don't don't fully believe it. Go through the journey, and you're gonna see the the truth to yourself. And just know, whenever you have doubt, as you told me, really, yeah, whenever you have doubt, that means that means you're closer to God than uh, you were before. Feeling any type of guiltiness or like hey, man, if man, it feels some kind of doubt, you feel guilty about some stuff. That means you're getting closer. Right. So yeah. Yeah, because every I feel like for me, I feel every day feels like a battle because there's like this internal conflict where I like I know I shouldn't do that, so I'm just not gonna say it. Like I'm just not gonna say that. Or you know, you go through periods when I've talked about this at length, like in the last couple, like. It's, two episodes ago or so, or something um, I was talking about how like um, it's often it's it's often depicted like you said it's like it's sunshine and rainbows and stuff but there's so many times when I'm like what the heck like what am I doing because I don't know what I'm doing right like 
I I don't I don't want to wait for this and this to happen. I don't like I I don't like it's taking too long according to me. It's taking way too long to do this thing or you know, you don't show the sides where you're like crying to God, praying about something that you're completely confused about and like it it just it just feels like nothing is happening, right? And I feel like that's not often shown. And I feel like that's more realistic than just showing, oh, you wake up every day, you know, you're like, thank God. Like, of course that happens. But there's those, like, what about those times where, you know, it just feels hopeless, right? Like, you want to so desperately believe. You're like, yeah, like, I do believe in God. I do believe that he's so great and he's done all these things and he's doing all these things. But then I still have all these doubts and I still have all these fears. Like, what if, what if I can't accomplish this? What if it's too late? Or what if, you know, trying to make sense of something that only makes sense basically to God, right? And I don't know. I just feel like we need more conversations with people actually talking about, like, just struggling a lot more. And I feel like right now to someone that's listening and isn't Christian, they're probably like, yeah, that doesn't sound very worth it. Like, trust me, it's so worth it. But like, it's a test of faith. It's constant test of faith. It's constant, like your mind playing games with you. And I I would say that's, I would say that's the biggest sort of, that's the biggest thing you learned throughout the journey is just trying to tame your own thoughts. Like it really do be your own thoughts. Like how comes down to your thoughts because you're like i do believe but lord please help my unbelief and i have a particular scripture for this but i'll find that in a little bit but um yeah like i just think people just need to be a lot more transparent which i think is what i try to do because i've i feel like all i do is ever complain like not complain but like just talk about that at length but i i definitely think it needs to be more uh like widely Uh, actually i should realize that most of these people and I, I like look if you're a content creator or anything really it's good to document your journey talk about the struggles that you're going through right. don't just go ahead and post all these good things about like you know but yes it's, it's good to the good things are happening in your life but please just talk about your struggles too it's like you know because yeah. it's not realistic when you just oh you wake up in the morning, you pray to God, you go eat your breakfast, go to the gym, go to the church, God, 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 God throughout the day. Yeah. That's, that's not, because the thing is when you walk, when you wake up in the morning, it gets like some time of, it's like you forget to pray or like sometimes life happens and yeah. you can't pray anymore, like, you know, and throughout the day too, it's like, you pray for forgiveness and you end up doing the same thing exactly. that you pray for forgiveness about and exactly that guilt that guilt inside is like oh man i keep praying over this thing and i keep doing it over and over like it's good to like document all these things and right. at the end of the day you talk about your struggles because when someone let's say like me someone who's an atheist they're gonna think let's say like they start listening to you or, or somebody they start to follow that person who's making that kind of content just talking about the good things if this guy tries to follow you and he's not experiencing the same he's gonna give up he's gonna be like uh, there's something happening to me or something like why am i not why isn't there something happening to me yeah that's it's, it's that's that's just the reality right this particular point um again during bible studies i like I was, I, I saw this particular scripture, right? And I think you're familiar with this 
parable, not parable, but like miracle. Um, basically in Mark chapter nine, right? There's this guy who has a, a son that's possessed by demons, right? And he's gone, he went to the dis disciples first and he asked them to heal his son, but they couldn't, they weren't able to. And then he goes, like he, because he had thought, okay, they're disciples of Jesus and he'd heard all these miracles, right? Um, they should be able to heal him, but they weren't. And so he went to Jesus and in chapter nine, verse uh, 22, I'll start reading from there. Um, but after Jesus asks him like where, sorry, how long his son has been possessed or his child, I don't remember if it's his son, but ask him how long the son has been possessed for. And he says all his life. And then the guy says, it has often throw, thrown him both into fire and to water to destroy him. But if you can do anything. So he, he says to Jesus, if you can do anything, if you can, right? And then Jesus says to him, if you can, all things are possible to him who believes. And then immediately the boy's father cried out and said, I do believe. Help my unbelief, right? So this guy was going through it. Like he thought you know, because he had found Jesus, right? Jesus's disciples, people by proxy to him. Um, he, he thought his son would be healed, but he wasn't. And he knew that they could heal him, but then now he's face to face with Jesus. And then he still has this doubt, right? He's like, if you can, right? And God, sorry, Jesus himself asked him, I like, don't you believe like, hello? Basically Jesus is saying like, hello, I'm Jesus. Like, come on. And the guy's like, yeah, he believes. But then he still has that unbelief. And I feel like that's something everyone deals with, right? Like, every like you need to be willing to admit where you don't know what you're doing, right? Like, you need to be able to, like, actually ask for help. And that could be in the way of praying about it or asking some other, like, Christian friend or something. Like, someone who's also a believer. And, like, remember when we had this conversation earlier? Not earlier, but, like, on text. Um, I, I mentioned the fact that this guilt, part of it, you could talk, you could say it's conviction, right? Because if you, because when you start actually dedicating yourself to the journey and actually like being serious and wanting to commit, you know, just to do what the Bible tells us, like what we're supposed to be doing instead of what we want to do, like you start hearing that voice where it's like, um, I don't think you should be doing that. Um, why did you just say that? Or, you know, that type of thing. I think it's mostly conviction. And I feel like you really start to just carry the Holy Spirit in you when you don't just say, oh, I'll just do it and then ask for forgiveness later. Because those are two different things. Wouldn't you say? I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. And uh, I, I, I would say like, I've been uh, kind of uh, guilty of that at, at some point, you know. You do something and it's like, yes, you know it's wrong, but you yeah, go ahead and just do it anyways. And then, yeah, no, I know it's, uh, it's not good. Yeah, so I feel like that's a big distinction that needs to be made. Like, yeah, God is all forgiving and stuff, but there comes a point where it feels like you're just trying him, right? You're like, oh, I'll just do this and I'll just, I'll just ask for forgiveness later. It's fine. Like, he'll forgive me. Right. I feel like in a way that's kind of testing him. Right. Especially kind of relating to the fact. Have you ever seen anyone be like, oh, I'll just do whatever I want when I'm like teenager, you know, in my 20s to 30s. And then once I'm 30, I'm going to I'll give my life to God then. You know, I'll just do what I want now and then ask for forgiveness later. What do you like? Have, have you seen that before? 
Oh, you have no idea. Um, actually, funny enough, most people they just like. They, I, I mean, I've had stories of people who like they just but they just enjoy their life, kind of like by enjoying. I mean, not not following God, like doing anything that uh, God doesn't want us to do. Yeah. And then at the end, when they're about to die, when they're about to die, that's when they follow God. That's why. Look, that's why. Like about ninety percent, ninety-five percent of the people who go to church are old. Think about it. That's like true. Most, like whenever you go to church, most people are old. These people, they probably like they probably lived their lives, and now at the end of now at the end, just want to give their love to Jesus. And it's uh, it's very strange, and it's very strange. And these days, to see a guy or like a girl in go to church, somebody who is like. It's a sixteen to like maybe thirty, maybe yeah. Like it's, you know, you never it's, you barely still see those kind of people at the church. Usually, old people or young children. I think it depends though, because now they there are lots of youth churches. So, um, I feel like it depends. If you go to a general church now, I think that's why you might only see um, just older people there, because uh, yeah, because there are a lot of youth churches, and that's where younger people our age go um so i feel like that's that's one of the reasons why that could be the case and i was gonna i was gonna say the second thing would just be the fact that i feel like they're probably just older and they're just more conservative so they probably have been going their whole life because i think now is like right now is where people are kind of questioning their faith a lot more so they they might be a little more skeptical but i think the old people are honestly just there but yeah they're definitely youth churches yeah that's 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 so true um it's it's the generation too you know it's the generation gen z gen z our generation is uh very very different i remember like my parents at least i've had stories of my parents growing up was all just chat that was that was the thing that was the thing back Mm -hmm. then but now it's like now things have changed right yeah and look i understand why people they're questioning whether their religions really especially for young people i understand why because look this just technology has grown on us too much to the moment that there's new things happening every single day and we just get overwhelmed it's like it gets too much and you're like yeah um it's kind of like it's kind of like a magnet really it's like you know always pulling us into so it's like you can't yeah like having god and with that you know our generation you've seen our generation you know how they went into social media's tiktok and looking up to other people yeah. like kind of like having the you know yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but i mean like again at the end of the day like i can't i i i i'm just happy that people are kind of questioning it and it's making them want to know at least to some extent because remember again you said you don't want to force your non-christian non-believer friends right like same thing with me i like will share scripture or i'll just say like oh my gosh thank god or i never i like i always make sure to like like i'm like yeah like i'm very thankful for xyz and i think if you kind of give them that push and by that push i mean just 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 say something good that's happening and then like thank god about it or something like that you know it at least makes them curious and they want to do it for themselves right not because you're like oh do this like you have to do this right because 
you can't you can't scare them into it and i feel like at the end of the day as long as as long as they end up turning to god finding the answers they're looking for or just you know just finding something other than themselves to believe in i i just think it's nice like especially now like a lot of young people are turning to god i would say at least for my friends it's kind of the opposite you know because yes they do they had these questions but at the same time it's like they they don't have an open mind they're not open to learning new things like now they don't have they don't want anything to do with the religion they don't even want to hear you talk about it it's right. like they're close it's kind of like there is a big wall between them and, and um, at that moment i just think of i just i just i don't know what to do at that time it's like yes they're like you look we don't want to hear about god let's hang out have a good time and that's it yeah all like all like this is like all like when you keep talking having that conversation too much you're not forcing them you're not telling them right. what to live in but as you keep talking about for much longer it's like now it feels it feels to them that uh like oh man like why are you acting so perfect man like just hang out with us have a good time and i i guess i guess no i guess it would be it would be kind of hard to navigate that but again like it's not like you're supposed to get rid of your friends right you you just have to be subtle about it and then just see how it goes like at the end of the day if they don't if if they don't believe you you can't really do much about that you've done your part in living the way you're supposed to and like just being nice the way you used to be right but i mean if you're abstaining from those acts um they'll, they'll kind of see like how deep your conviction is and i don't know like i think I think if if they're your friends, they should at least, or they will be willing to see that from your perspective and be like, okay, like, yeah, you're that's that's what you believe in. I still respect you, and we can still be cordial with each other. That type of thing. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, actually, just it got me thinking. Um, let me ask you this question. Um, because most of these people are having questions about religion. Mm-hmm. The people who grew up from a reli- from a religious family. What do you actually think of parents kind of like choosing their own it's like choosing religions for their kids like um i got baptized when i was young i don't have no i don't remember any memories of me getting baptized all these things i'm not gonna say i regret it uh, i wish it didn't happen no it's good but like there's people who imagine like you want they went through all these things their parents who did all these things but now as they grow up they're questioning the religion what did you really think of the parents having influence like influencing a kid's religion man i you see i don't really see it like that like i don't think i would say oh the parents influenced the religion i i think it's a good thing that they dedicated the child to god at such such a young age because i think like by that point you kind of you're you're trusting god like in how to raise the child and even then like even when they grow up they can still choose not to believe if they so choose but I feel like by that point, they, you know, if you baptize them, chances are you're probably uh, raising them with, you know, traits and, and disciplining them and like teaching them from the Bible, you know, ha- allowing them to adhere to these, you know, to these behaviors and carry it with them throughout their entire life. Um, and y- you know, you would have done a good job if they, you know, if they can instill this in themselves and actually carry on with it. And if not, like if they choose to still have those values but not necessarily subscribe to that particular, you know, 
Christian denomination, I feel like there's not really much you can do about it. But I don't think it's a bad thing to baptize your kids from a young age because they still have that free choice once once they get older. I, I totally agree with you. And uh, it's actually nice that uh, I, I look, I got baptized when I was uh, maybe a baby. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was good. But at the same time, it's like uh, I've seen some people, like not in my family, I've seen outside people, it's like, you hear stories of kids getting beatings from their parents just because not kids really it's like mm-hmm. you know the your, like your parents kind of like they're forcing religion on you yeah but there is a phase when as a kid as when you're growing up it's like you don't know what to believe anymore right. so like you in that phase where like you're in a confusing place you don't yeah. know like if you, you can't keep following you like as, when you're a kid you're just following what your parents are doing right but mm-hmm. now it's like you become you're maturing so it's like you can't really you don't you don't really wanna keep following your parents. You just wanna do your own thing. Right. And that's at that point it's like and then you get to see parents uh, forcing religion or like beating their teens, you know, go to church, all this. Be getting grounded if you're not going to church. Yeah. Um something that I actually I don't agree with because there is phase a phase when as a child like you know, and you just don't understand. I can understand if you like, because some people they just they they start following God and they go into bad bad stuff. I can understand when those parents intervene, but like in terms of religion, I feel like they should ease up a little bit. Definitely, because from my experience, I grew up Catholic, right? My my family is Catholic. And I didn't actually get baptized till 2020. Like I didn't get all my sacraments until 2020. So I feel like it's something to be said too, for sure. Like if you get baptized at a point where you're cognizant enough to remember and actually know what you're going into, that's that's a really huge thing, right? Like because like you said, like if around 10, 11, 12, whatever, you're growing, you're you're having questions and stuff. I think it's nice if you're able to go into getting baptized or getting your sacraments and actually knowing what it means and like how it's going to affect how you're going to live for the rest of your life. But I I feel like it's it's honestly just something about having conversations. It's just parents being open enough to allow their kids to ask questions and even if like I feel like they too should be willing to say i don't know the answers to these questions let's seek like a pastor or a priest or some sort of ministerial authority to actually like actually guide you properly i i think that would be a lot better um but i I don't know like i also wouldn't i i don't agree with (laughs) like beating your children just because you know they don't believe the same things that you because at the same like at the end of the day you want you want them to have free choice like god gave us free choice let's not let's not restrict it just to ourselves and then you know have your kids at your mercy because you know they they refuse to go to church with you one day or something like that it's just it's just about having that open conversation it's a very good point i like how you it's a very good point i mean the thing with parents is they want to be it's like they know everything in this world <laughs> and so that, that that's that's how they want to keep it i mean some parents really i'm not saying for all parents some parents instead of like when you're having all these questions you're going to do that phase when you don't know what to believe in mm-hmm. parents they're just gonna force in this one particular uh, religion on you yeah 
if they uh, if they had some professional somebody who actually does who has been doing that someone outside of family because sometimes i want to sometimes it's best to listen to someone outside yeah exactly you've been listening to your parents tell you <laughs> the same stuff every single day and now it's like right. you want to sit from a different person from a different person right mm-hmm. yeah yeah and but uh, yeah and i feel like you just reminded me i i think some kids might get defiant it just might be not even in relation to the religion itself it's just you get to a point of rebellion and you just want some sort of outside intervention or something or i don't know like some 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 like as you're growing sometimes you can't even control what you're doing like you just do something you just get mad right like same with like i don't know having mood swings or something or just getting mad or something like that you know hormones are all over the place and you're just upset because i remember when i was like how old was i i was like 10 and like my parents were like every time we were getting ready to go to church i was just like i would pick something to wear right and i wear that and my parents are like yeah you're not wearing that either you change or you're not coming to church with us and I'd be like, okay, I won't come to church with you. And then, and then <laughs> they would force me. Cows. Yeah, and then they would force me to wear what they picked and still come, even though they're like, yeah, if you don't wear this, you're not coming. So I feel like sometimes it's just a matter of being stubborn. It it, it probably just won't be. It's It probably just isn't specifically to the fact that it's that specific religion. I don't know. I, 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 think, I think some kids just be wilding. Like, you can't really... You can't really say for sure what it might be. Um, no, you're right. You're right. But yeah, um, yeah. So the guilt thing and the just feeling like you need to, I guess, formally carve out when you're going to turn back to God or turn back to do what He called you to do. I think that that goes that all goes down to personal conviction because I can't sit here and be like, yeah, like you should turn to God now. You know, everyone has their own separate sort of, you know, they have their own thing they're going through. But I think that it's nice that a lot more young people are turning to him, which is like one big thing. The fact that we have Christian influencers, which I didn't even know was a thing till like late last year. So that's been nice, like especially seeing other young people because like, wouldn't you agree? It's nice to watch sermons, but then it's nice to see people your age also going through it, you know? Like, universal struggle, collective, you know, wilding, you know? It's it's nice to see that. And I think that just, like, even if you don't know how or where you're kind of going, I like this particular scripture, uh, Philippians 1 verse 3. Sorry, Philippians 1 verse 6, which says that for I am confident, confident of this very thing, um, that he who began a good work in you uh, will perfect it until the very last day. So until the day of Christ. And I think like if and when you do turn to God, like whatever came about that caused you to turn toward that direction I think it's for a reason, right? And by that point, you'll be working toward God. And I feel like as long as you have kind of a good group of people around you or you have, you know, a really good system of sermons you're watching, preachers, you know, different people, I think that you'll be fine because he called you there for a reason. 
And if you just keep looking to that fact, even though you will struggle, like trust, you will struggle. I think that as long as you just know what you're doing it for, who you're doing it for, why you're doing it, right? Like being set apart, looking and being good to other people, even though, even when it's so inconvenient for you, I feel like that's the most important takeaway, like throughout the entire journey. And I think that's just an amazing thing that you can share. Like you're not forced to do it, but it's nice to know that there's this higher person, which is God, that's, uh, that's the light at the end of the tunnel. So that's my piece um, to kind of conclude us. That's a very good point. You see, religion is not something that should be forced. It's not that, like, yes, and we all go through different phases to find God. Like, I can go through a different journey to find God. You can go through a different one. Like, I mean, I've had people get calling by, uh, like, they've been, like, thieves their whole lives, but something happened and they found God in their lives. It's like, look, I'd say someone really who's listening, if you have doubts, you're like, you don't believe yet, just give it time. Just don't, like, don't press yourself. Give it time and uh, you, you're going to find your calling. Everyone has their own journey. For me, it took big feeling guilty. I don't go to church. I don't do this. Um, and quite to be honest with the quite to be honest with you at some point it's like i wasn't really living godly way i wasn't living the way i want to live it's like if you got to see what i was doing i wasn't i wasn't doing any christian things like i barely did it's like you know these are the things that we go through yeah but at the same time at the end you realize <laughs> these are just you know these are just things man like yeah at the end of the day there is a reason as to why we we all here. There is a reason to everything that uh, we do, and yeah, I'm on. I'm still on my journey. It's something that uh, some most of the days I have doubts. I still, I probably see and I like I can't count. I don't know, but I it happens. But at the same time, it's like I chose and I still choose to. At the end of the day, I know God is my only Creator and. He's the only one. And for everyone else, it's a very different journey. For sure. A very different journey for everyone other than that. Yeah, honestly. But yeah, this was such a this was a good conversation. We I think we covered like a million different things, but um I, I'm really happy we got to we got to have this conversation. And if you guys didn't remember from from his examples, he likes to work out as he gave with his millions of gym references, you know, he wants you guys to know that He's a gym bro, first and foremost, you know, but um, yeah, like I'm really happy that you're um, on your journey and you seem to be like really, I don't know, it just feels like you took a 360 as I feel like I did myself. So I'm just really excited when I get to talk about God and just like share it with somebody else. That's why I have this podcast. So yeah, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. It was really nice having you on here. How did you feel for your first time on a podcast? Uh... I felt really great. It's actually not my first time on a podcast. Oh, okay. I, uh, <gasps> right. Uh, yeah. I, I look. I, I, I am part of this podcast. Well, like it's also helping young. It's like young people. It's kind of like inspiring young generation. Really, that's mm-hmm. what I used to do, and uh, yeah, I kind of took a break from that. But uh, yeah, I would say thanks for inviting me. Look, 
it's a journey that we all have to and uh how it like i'm not perfect i don't think you're perfect definitely not no us to- talking about having a conversation about this really makes you think it makes me think and it's it's uh, i enjoyed it really good questions i would say we didn't really actually we didn't prepare these questions and answers at, at, at the beginning no so not at all which is well. good yeah because i feel like if we were reading off a script it would just be like blah blah you know you it would sound robotic but this natural. is good yeah exactly right but yeah this was fun and we should actually plan a date to hang out because we keep saying this and then like two years go by and then we don't so we we actually need to get that together i need to get better about texting for sure uh, all right, so what, what are you afraid? I don't know, <laughs> but I will let you. I will let you know. I will let you know for sure. Like we uh, actually need to. Yeah. So yeah. Thank you. Good. I know you. You'll let me know in the next two years. So I wait. <laughs> yes, I. I will do that for sure. Um. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys just so much. Aside, just aside, thanks again, man. Thanks again for the invite. I've been sitting in this chair for like 11 hours. It's about time for me to move around. So yeah, I'm going to go to the gym very soon. So yeah, of course, of course. All right. Thank you guys so much for watching. Um, watching. Thank you guys so much for listening to the episode. Um, I hope you guys learned something. Hope you guys took something away from this conversation. Um, thank you so much for listening. And I hope you will drift back into orbit in, with planet Annie in the next episode. Bye. <laughs>